As I promised in past episodes, in this episode you will learn everything there is to know about public transport in Salzburg and how to use it most efficiently. Welcome to Salzburg! My name is Gerhard, I am the founder of the Free Walking Tour Salzburg and the goal with this podcast is to introduce you to Salzburg. Because Salzburg is small and walkable, you may not need any public transportation. Therefore, the transportation options in this episode are listed from the most recommended to the least recommended according to necessity. Now, first things first, getting to Salzburg. What's the best way to reach Salzburg when traveling? Most travelers visit Salzburg on part of the European trip. Most likely, you will stop in Salzburg on the way from Munich to Vienna or Prague. These cities are connected by train. The most common way to reach Salzburg is by train. Trains between Salzburg and Vienna, for example, run every half an hour and you wouldn't even have to buy the ticket in advance if you choose the right company. Munich is the second most popular destination from which to arrive in Salzburg. Trains run just as often as from Vienna and for the slow trains there is a group ticket called the Bavarian ticket for up to five people available. That makes the ride much cheaper. Reaching the train station in Salzburg, you reach the right place for all kinds of public transportation. Every bus starts at or passes through the train station. The bus stop is right in front of the main train station. And there's also a taxi stand. Yet as long as your luggage is not too heavy or you have problems walking, I would recommend walking everywhere. Most hotels and hostels and sites are within walking distance from the train station. Now there is an exception. Reaching Salzburg by Flixbus, since Flixbus took over and expanded its network all across Europe, it became one of the cheapest ways to travel in Europe. Flixbuses to Salzburg, however, became slightly less convenient in the last years. In the beginning, all the Flixbuses stopped at the train station but we moved their bus stop to the south of Salzburg to decrease traffic in the city. From the Flixbus stop in the south of Salzburg at the Park and Ride South, you cross the street. There you find bus number three and number eight. Number three would take you to the station with the option to get off in the old town at Markart Square. If you take bus number eight, you want to get off at Hanusplatz in the old town. Number 8 doesn't go to the train station. During the day, these buses run every 10 minutes. It's still convenient to arrive in Salzburg by bus, but slightly annoying to pay 3 euros extra if you're coming on a 7 euro Flixbus from Munich. Reaching Salzburg by plane? If you are flying into Salzburg, take a bus to the city center. Bus number 2 takes you straight from the airport to the city center for about 2.50. It runs every 10 to 20 minutes depending on the day and the time and stops right in front of the airport. The ticket is best purchased from the machine at the bus stop in front of the airport but could also be bought from the bus driver. More on that a little later in the section about bus travel in the city. Depending on the location of your accommodation and your plan, you might want to get off at Mirabel Square instead of the train station to be closer to the old town. From Mirabel Square, you could right away start exploring and maybe you would also be closer to your accommodation. 
There is Salzburg walkable. Again, Salzburg could be the most walkable city you have ever been to. From the free walking tour meeting point, for example, none of the must-see sites is over 10 minutes on foot. Mirabel Garden, where the old town begins, is 10 minutes walking from the train station, and in another 10 to 15 minutes we reach the fortress of Salzburg, which is on the other end of the old town. The old town is even a pedestrian area. They allow only residents with a special permit and taxis to drive into the old town. Bollards that can only be lowered with a remote control block the entrances after 11 a.m. Before 11 a.m., they are down for deliveries. In 2012, an old town bus service started, a minibus that travels between one end of the old town and the other. Not sure if it's still operating, but you would only need it if you have problems walking. And here is a short story, short personal story, to make you understand how walkable Salzburg is. When I was younger, I always saved money to travel. Therefore, I didn't get my driver's license when I was 18. When I moved to the city center and fell in love with the city, I stopped intense traveling. I had more money, however, no more need for a driver's license, and I've not taken the bus more than 10 times in my life. I either walk or I cycle. I'm now 35 years old. I still don't have my driver's license. I simply don't need it. Is Salzburg a bike-friendly city? Absolutely. Salzburg is the most bike-friendly city in Austria, and maybe even the most bike-friendly city you will visit. That's not only my opinion, but what everyone agrees on. There are bike paths just everywhere. You can use any road, and cycling is fairly safe because drivers are aware of cyclists, because there are cyclists everywhere. As long as you respect pedestrians, you can cycle most of the old town, and there are plenty of scenic bike trails around the city. However, I only recommend hiring a bike for the latter purpose. I would only recommend renting a bike if you want to ride along one of the scenic bike trails around the city to explore the surroundings of Salzburg. Why is that? Well, again, because the city is walkable, sites are close together, and locking and unlocking the bike every time is more of an obstacle than an advantage. For the scenic bike trails, and for everything you need to know about bike rental in Salzburg, in the old town of Salzburg, bicycles are mainly a means of transportation for the locals. When I take my bike to work, it takes me two minutes instead of ten minutes. But it might be better for you to just walk and maybe you will even discover some interesting details along the way. These interesting details in Salzburg are everywhere. Now back to public transportation. How about taking the bus in Salzburg? If you take public transportation while you visit the city of Salzburg, you will most likely take the bus. There is no tram or metro in Salzburg. But by bus you reach every hotel, hostel and every place of interest in the surroundings and the buses run every 10 to 20 minutes. One curious fact, you notice that most of the buses in the center of Salzburg rely on electricity. Before these buses, Salzburg had a tram. The tram was replaced with those buses from 1940 onwards. Today, Salzburg is one of the 10 cities with the most electric buses in the world. How expensive is the bus fare? If you take a single ride in the center of Salzburg, it's expensive because distances are short and there is a minimum charge. 
If you take a two-minute bus ride, for example, you would pay two euros and ninety cents now in 2021, while you pay the same for the 20-minute bus ride to the airport, which is like a 20-minute bus ride and not walkable. The 24-hour ticket when bought directly from the bus driver is six euros, seven euros in 2021. So you will have to take three rides to make it worth it. Both the 24-hour ticket, the single ticket and the one-hour ticket, only available at the machines or in the app, are much cheaper when pre-purchased. If you stay in Salzburg for several days and are planning to take the bus, you could also get a weekly pass from the ticket vending machine or the service center for 19 euros. So there are three different prices, the prepaid price, the price you pay on the bus, and the price you pay for one hour. Let's see where to buy your ticket and how to pay. How do you pay for the bus in Salzburg? Here are the ways of purchasing a bus ticket in the city center of Salzburg. The easiest but most expensive way to buy a bus ticket is to walk up to the bus driver and ask for a single ride or a 24-hour ticket. That's about 30% more expensive than the following. Buying the ticket from a ticket vending machine would be almost as convenient as buying it from the bus driver. However, not every bus stop has a vending machine. At the machine, you don't buy single tickets, but hourly tickets, 24-hour tickets and the weekly pass. Tobacco shops are another way to pre-buy bus passes. At the tobacco shop, you either get discounted 24-hour tickets or packs of five tickets. Another option is to download the Salzburg Verkehr app, which has all the available tickets and the reduced prices, but you will have to download and register for that. In case you buy your ticket from the machine or from the tobacco shop, you need to validate the ticket by putting it into a box after entering the bus. Have you heard our episode about the Salzburg card? Not long ago, we talked about the Salzburg card in another episode. Now, if you got a Salzburg card, don't buy a bus ticket. If you purchase the Salzburg card, it includes all of the buses in the city center and also bus number 25 to get to the Untersberg cable car. The Salzburg card is the best solution in case you would like to visit more than one paid tourist attraction. If your plan is to visit more than one attraction and you have not heard about the Salzburg card, don't buy your 24-hour bus ticket upon arrival. Check out the article on the free walking tour website or the episode about the Salzburg card. You will find both of them linked in the show notes. Now, should you try to take the bus without paying in Salzburg? No, you absolutely shouldn't. I'm not a moralizer, but you would get in trouble in case of an inspection. The inspectors are merciless, to say the least. The likelihood of a check is low, but without a ticket, you would pay 60 euros and you couldn't talk yourself out of the situation. Therefore, buy and validate your ticket before or when getting on the bus. Now, how about taking taxis in Salzburg? Taxis in Salzburg are very reliable. They are safe and the prices are fair. Considering that most distances in Salzburg are short, however, I would only recommend taking a cab if your luggage is too heavy, your flight is too early, or if you want the extra comfort and don't care about money. Just like buses, taxis also have a minimum fee. Therefore, short distances can be comparatively expensive. 
If there isn't anything special happening, taxis only take you five minutes to get to you. Now, how do you get to the surroundings of Salzburg? One of the most important buses for the surroundings of Salzburg is bus number 25. Number 25 takes you to the Untersberg cable car and to Hellbrunn Castle. Both of these places, as well as the bus, are included in the Salzburg card. And the Salzburg card is the best thing if you want to go all in on sightseeing. Therefore, if you buy a Salzburg card, a ride on bus number 25 is almost obligatory. Untersberg cable car is one of the best things you can do around Salzburg. In 2020, they introduced another bus, number five. Number five now also takes you to the Untersberg, but doesn't stop in Hellbrunn. Bus number 151, that's a special bus. It's not included in the 24-hour tickets or the Salzburg card. Bus number 151 takes you to the top of Mount Geisberg at 1,300 meters above sea level. It starts at Mirabel Square next to the Mozarteum University. Bus 151 is the easiest and cheapest form of public transport to reach the peak of a mountain from the city center. Bus number 22. Bus number 22 takes you to Leopoldskron. Leopoldskron is famous for the sound of music. Leopoldskron is where they filmed the backside of the house with the lake. If you join the Sound of Music tour, you would visit Leopoldskron. Bus number 22 is a cheaper alternative to the tour. If you're up for a walk, you could also reach Leopoldskron on foot in less than an hour. And Leopoldskron is also predestined for a bike ride. Bus number two, this bus takes not only you, to and from the airport, but also stops at Hangar 7. Hangar 7 is the private airplane and helicopter and racing car collection of Dietrich Mateschitz, the owner of Red Bull. We discussed it in a previous episode about free things to do in Salzburg. The entrance to the hangar is free and it sure is interesting to see the airplanes and the architecture. Another bus you might want to take is bus number one. Bus number one takes you to the Stiegel Brewery. If you like beer, Stiegel is the biggest private brewery in Austria and the most famous beer in a beer-loving country like Austria. The Stiegel Brewery offers a tour and a beer tasting included in the Salzburg card. Now, which buses will you need for day trips? As I mentioned before, there will be an episode about day trips entirely dedicated to day trips on the podcast. And there is an article on the free walking tour website if you want to know everything there is to know about day trips. Bus number 840. 840 takes you to Berchtesgaden. Berchtesgaden is in Germany, but we like that place. I'm just kidding. Berchtesgaden is one of my favorite day trips. Berchtesgaden is the picture-perfect Bavarian village and the base to either visit the Eagle's Nest or King's Lake. There will also be entire articles about the Eagle's Nest and about King's Lake and also about things to do in Berchtesgaden, all of which will be linked in the show notes. Now, bus 150 takes you to another day trip destination, and that's the Lake District. Bus 150 takes you all the way to Hallstatt with a stopover in Bad Ischl. Hallstatt is the most visited out of all the day trips from Salzburg and maybe even the most popular village in all of Austria. Therefore, it's constantly full of people, especially in high season. It's still worth visiting Hallstatt, but there would be many other places in the Lake District, which can be reached on bus number 150, like, for example, St. Wolfgang, St. Gilgen and Bad Ischl. Now, a train line that's important is the train S3. 
by taking the S3 train, you can reach Werfen. That's another popular day trip because there are the largest ice caves in the world in Werfen. Not only are the ice caves worth a visit, but the surrounding area is beautiful and a very authentic part of Austria. There are two articles entirely dedicated to the ice caves and to Werfen. These will as well be linked in the show notes. And there will be episodes about them as well. Now, frequently asked questions about the public transport in Salzburg. Is there Uber in Salzburg? Mm, not really. Sometimes there were Uber drivers in like the last two years, in 2020, 2021. It's not forbidden, but taxi drivers, same as tour guides, need a license in Salzburg. And 99% of the time, there is no licensed taxi driver offering Uber rides in Salzburg. You can check the app and maybe it's changing in the future, but I did sometimes and usually I won't find a car. Plus distances are short and we only recommend taxis in exceptional situations like an early morning flight. Do you need a car in Salzburg? Getting around Salzburg without a car is not a problem. In fact, the car would be more of a burden than a benefit. The only reason to rent a car would be if you want to take a day trip and be more flexible. But it depends where you want to go and how many travelers you are. Maybe renting a car is much more expensive than, again, taking public transport, which is convenient also to day trip destinations. Public transport to some of the day trip destinations is convenient and it's cheap. Is it safe to walk in Salzburg at night? That's a good question. Salzburg is one of the safest places you can visit. In 35 years of living in the area, I didn't have a single bad experience. And I don't know anyone who had serious problems with other humans while walking around at night. Use common sense and the usual precautions. Of course, I can't guarantee that nothing happens, but you will be safe no matter what time of the day. Again, there is a whole article about safety in Salzburg on the free walking tour blog, and we will talk about it in a future episode. So what's the conclusion of this episode? The conclusion of this episode is that Salzburg is one of the most walkable cities you can visit. It's also bicycle friendly, but walkable enough to not even consider a bike to get around the old town. In case you need public transport in Salzburg, there are buses. If your accommodation is central, like most accommodations are, however, you probably won't need a bus. Even from the train station to the old town, you can walk provided your luggage is not too heavy. When you will need public transport is when you want to go on an excursion to the surroundings of Salzburg or on a day trip into nature. For these day trips, there will be a future episode. There is an article on the free walking tour blog. Check the show notes to find links to all of them. If you're interested in a tour with me, I provide free walking tours. My name is Gerhard. I am the founder of the free walking tour Salzburg, and I would be happy to see you on one of my tours in the future. If you have questions, feel free to comment on YouTube, on the free walking tour blog, send me an email, send me a WhatsApp. I would be happy to hear from you, and I hope to see you in Salzburg someday. Until then, all the best. Bye-bye.